yo, this is Bernard. Hey, this is Samir. Welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right, well, I am upset because I don't like paying for things and getting deceived at the last minute. So I bought the collector's edition of Horizon Forbidden West, the $200 version that came with the statue, a couple of uh, pieces of in-game content, art book, still book, what have you. So when this was originally announced, it was supposed to be a physical version of the game. But when you go and pick it up, it is a digital version of the game. Okay. So, so I don't like, you know, the deception. Of, so I will tell you. And and, and I'm not the only one because a lot of people are complaining on Twitter. All right. I suppose. But them, like you, are being a bunch of particular babies. So It's not about being particular. It's don't tell me, you know, something is coming with something. Then change it. Without now, here, whatsoever. You still the, the reason why you bought at least the reason why I would buy that edition is for the statue and the other collectibles. The the case is irrelevant. They gave you a still book case. The fact that you don't have that disc is irrelevant. It doesn't, it does nothing for you. What's the point of giving me a steel book for something that I don't physically have? Uh, it looks cool. I mean, why do you I mean you I don't understand the problem. So let's say they don't they said they didn't give you the steel book. What's the issue? You have the game. They're gonna give you a code for it. You're gonna plug it into your uh, into the PlayStation. Everyone doesn't store. like doing digital. I'm not a fan of digital. I mean, I don't carry the way. I buy digital only because that's you reasons. But honestly, I only own like three or four console games. I'm primarily a PC, and everything on PC is is largely digital. Well, yeah, because you really have no choice unless you're going to play The Sims. No, you can buy physical games. I bought the Arkham Knight on physical. I bought The Witcher 3 initially on physical. And uh, yeah, I think I still have the Arkham Knight case somewhere. Yeah, it's it's just a simple fact that... It's not like you're being particular. I mean, it's like you got that edition for the statue and the pre-order bonuses, not for the, the, the physical disc. The physical disc looks the same as it does on any edition. I see the disc had a special cover on the well, side, I don't. I wouldn't know that because I didn't get a physical disc. Yeah, it might not have. Gonna, it won't. It will not actually. It will have the same edition that I did. The only thing you, the, what you got that's different from mine is the pre-order bonuses and that statue. That is it. And you, you toss that away because they didn't give you a disc that looks the same as mine. That I got the standard edition. Well, I got the standard edition too. So, yeah. Right, but you paid the extra money for the statue, not the case. Is what I'm saying. You're flipping out over the wrong thing. If they if you open that box and the statue wasn't in there, then you flip out. That makes sense. But oh, they gave me they didn't give me a physical copy of the game. It's, it's the stupid. principle. Samir. The principle stupid. All right, you get you caught up on your pride. All right. Do you want the statue? No. Because nope, I took it back. Right. But you that means you never wanted it. That means why are you buying it? You just wasting your money because that's what you you wanted the physical copy. Yeah. That right. came so with the, the statue. But I'm not going to your, just your get... objective seems skewed. Do you want the statue? And that's why you bought the special edition, not physical copy? Because then I will see if you were mildly annoyed, but you still kept it. No. Instead, you took it back because that wasn't a part of the deal. That was the linchpin. That was a deal or no deal. Oh, I'm yep. not doing anything unless it has that. So yep. basically, the statue was the, was the uh, one you'll float on. Oh, okay. The statue wasn't here. So they forgot the statue. You probably still wouldn't. Um, you probably still would have gone took it if they had a physical copy, apparently. You would have paid the extra money, all that stuff, and you, didn't, and you wouldn't have a statue. Yeah. Well, why pay the extra money for the for the special edition? Because I was promised a certain thing and I had 98% of it. 
So you flip out over two percent. Yes. That makes no sense. You're a horrible, you're a terrible, terrible uh, businessman. If if you tell me that something is supposed to come with something and it doesn't come with it, I'm going to be upset. If you say so, you just you sound like any... you sound like a petulant child. Honestly, I'll be that. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. As long as you know. All right. What do you got? That wasn't a story. You just, you just that was an anecdote. I always go first. What do you got? You, that wasn't a story. That was an anecdote. But whatever. Okay. Uh, Uncharted is bombing. Is it? The reviews are anyways. Yeah, because it made 3.7. No one cares about reviews. You're the only person who cares about reviews. Plenty of people care about reviews. That affects sales. Well, it is making money. Yeah, because people have to see why it's so bad. That's shot ain't getting a sequel. Or because people want to actually see the movie. Let's see what the uh, the audience response is currently. You always saying something's bad. And for all you know, the critics' response, I mean, the... Um, well, the audience response is actually fairly positive so far. Exactly. I wonder what it's doing. I wonder why people like it so much. Exactly. Because everybody doesn't listen to critics. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's fine. A lot of people don't listen to critics. That's fine. It's not that I listen to critics. I don't like to see bad movies. And I'm not going to pay a price of admission to see a bad movie. So that's the issue. But with that being said, uh, I'm trying to see what the, the audience response is. So hang on. Let, let's it's find fresh. Out. According to the audience, I want to see. I want to skim some reviews. I want to see some. I want to skim some audience reviews. And see what people are saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh god, I'm curious. Really? All you had to do was go to Rotten Tomatoes. And... So one guy says the movie was action packed, tons of uh, twists and turns. I was unfamiliar with the video game franchise, but I didn't need to know the history to watch it. I would definitely watch this movie again. Yeah, awesome movie. Great adaptation. Great adaptation, even though it's not playing out like the games. Can't wait for the sequel. Great movie. I like the way they set up for number two. Can't say enough. Awesome fun. I mean, awesome movie. Fun, hilarious, witty. And as a fan of the game, you will learn to like Holland and Wahlberg as Nate and Sully. Action-packed and entertaining. It was a great movie, although I felt like it was fast-paced at the beginning with very little backstory. Surprisingly, an all-right movie. I was going to hate it, but ended up enjoying most of it. Uh, most of the set pieces and banter between Holland and Wahlberg. Shall we continue? No, or you want to hate on it? I, some want more? To, I just want to skim on it. I'm not going to hate on it. I'm just saying. You literally started saying this movie is bombing. Well, review, bombing. which was incorrect. It isn't. Well, a yeah, 40, review, a, a 40, review, a 40%, review bombing. But you, um, no, I'm not. I'm saying what you said reviews. first. You said it was bombing. You didn't say it was bombing critically. Oh my God, Emerson, stop cooking this keyboard. Don't get kids, Bernard. Okay, what are we going to say? Well, I'm going to have kids. I'm not going to have cats. Yeah, that's what I said, kids. A pet is not a child. Oh, spoken like a true breeder. Hey, if it wasn't for breeding, you wouldn't be here. Now what? Mic drop. Um, no, children are terrible. They're little monsters. That's the mic drop. But you just left your nephew's birthday party. Yes, and I'm exhausted. Mm. So well, anyway, so um earlier this week, we finally got the release date for season four of Stranger Things. I mean, about time we've been waiting like a year and a half. COVID. For a year and a half. COVID. Naomi started. Legends came back last year. 
Okay. So the, the flash. They got held up because of COVID. What you want them to do? It was a global pandemic. People still dying, you know. I know people are still dying. So it's a pandemic. Hold on, wait. You don't get the use the the people are still dying because you stay telling people, oh, get 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 vaccinated, get vaccinated. I am getting. That's not. That's what the whole point is. If people got, um, this is in a political podcast. I have to say this every time we talk about COVID. But if people got vaccinated and followed um, um, mask mandates, we wouldn't be in this mess. And people who don't know anything about the situation apparently keep saying, oh, the vaccines ain't working because people are still dying. They're dying because one, they're unvaccinated, and two, people don't want to get vaccinated. So the, the, the van virus keeps mutating. That is it. If everyone did what they're supposed to do, we wouldn't be in this mess. Some people are dying that are vaccinated. No, they're not actually. And if it is, it's either have they have pre-existing conditions or it's a very, very slim chance. Get goddamn vaccinated. I don't care if you don't listen to the podcast because you're mad because we told you to get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. I don't want you listening to our podcast if you ain't vaccinated. Hold on, you can't tell people to do that. I can tell who would do what the hell I want. I got a platform. That you if don't Joe, even that you, that you don't there, even do anything to like promote. If Joe Rogan can sit there and, and, and say nigga all the time. I can sit here. And Once say again, I there you go, taking stuff out of context. Oh, do not defend that man on our podcast, please. I'm not trying to get canceled. Okay, that dude sucks. We're not going to get canceled by telling the truth. It was literally taken out of context. He was literally if quoting. There's people. no business. It doesn't matter. He's quoting. There's no business for him saying that word. All right, he shouldn't have said nigger. All right, we can say nigger because we're black. Okay, and I still don't like to use a hard R. He said a hard R in quote. He could have just said the N word. Why are you so? Why is that word in your mouth, sir? Why is that word in your mouth as a white man? That's my problem. What do you have a problem? Do you have an issue with that, Bernard? Why is a white man saying that word? Even if, if, if why is he so comfortable saying it? They had a, a twelve-minute reel of him saying it, or some crazy number of him times dropping that word. I have a problem saying the c word in context when directed towards anyone, let alone a woman. I never say it. All right, why? Because I respect women. Okay, he clearly does not respect black people if he won't drop that word that many times. Do you have a rebuttal to that? Yeah, it was taken out of context. And just because he quoted someone, that does not mean that he does also, not even even Also, even, even if you want to sit there and say the context thing, that Planet of the Apes joke means he doesn't have respect And once us. again, as soon as he said it, he said, oh, crap, that was wrong. I'm sorry. He said the whole thing, sir. The whole thing. He knew uh, rolling out of his mouth. He's a comedian. He had that rolled up in his head already. Okay? He did not just spur the moment say that joke. That was a premeditated joke. Um, he was telling the story. It wasn't a joke. My guy, you won't get us canceled. You'll be here defending. Man, uh, we ain't Rogan. gonna get canceled. Man, yo, hey, look here, look here, yo. I'm not agreeing with this dude, this little Uncle Tom over here, over here, siding with Joe Rogan. I'm not siding with Joe Rogan. I'm siding hey, with F back. Joe Rogan. F Joe Rogan. See what I did there? I didn't actually drop an F bomb because I have self-control and I respect people. F Joe Rogan. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so like I said, stranger got things got me hot. You finished or you done? No, nah, I ain't done. I ain't never done. We ain't done, okay? Freaking 400 years of slavery and 150 years of Jim Crow. Are we done? Are they done? Anyway, Stranger Things will be coming back on May 27th for Volume 1, and Volume 2 will be releasing on July 1st. And the season is the last season. Did you say that? I was just about to say that, so thank you for cutting me off. Thank you for, for, for freaking backing up Joe Rogan. Frick. Anyway, what do you got? I, I got I got uh, a righteous indignation in the black power fist is what I got right now. About the next story. Man, Doom 2 
Dune Part Two is scheduled uh, for uh, uh, filming is scheduled for summer 2022. That's great, great schedule. We're gonna have this uh, movie wrapped up. Hopefully, it gets released next year. All right, I'm excited. That's it. We shall overcome. All right. Well. Well, Samir it's, tries it's February. To, it's February. Tries this to guy be over super here. woke. This Fe- it's February. This guy over here, uh, freaking backing up Joe Rogan. It's the context. Yeah, you because lucky, you, you lucky we friends, man. Are we? Because you had me waiting for three hours. So I guess it, I mean most people would just congratulate their 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 good friend on getting married and shopping for their wedding. But no, you're mad that I was a little late for our podcast. Three hours is not a little late. Well, I'm sorry. Planning a wedding is a lot. And my mother was leading my fiance around the mall shopping for a dress. And I was just along for the ride. And, and, and you couldn't do this tomorrow. Why? It's my wedding, sir. I only get one of those, hopefully. All right. I, can, I, I would like for you to be happy for me, sir. I mean, I'm sorry that I held up. I mean, you could have you could have said, hey, I'm going to go get some food. I'm going to go hang out with these people and I'll let you know when I'm done. Go do something and let me and, and post me up on what your schedule is. How about that? I wasn't asking you to wait all day. Just saying. I'm sorry that I held up your day. I, that was not my intention. I was shopping for uh, engagement jewelry with my fiance, which you did not um, uh, comment on other than a side eye comment about it not being a ring. I already told you, I feel like you're rushing. Wow. Not a congratulations though. Everyone got, I got congratulations from everybody except you. Congratulations, but I still feel like you're rushing. Okay, thank you. And no, I'm not. When it's right, it's right. You can dictate. You dictate your own time frame. It might be too fast for you, but for me and her, or her and I, it is not. All right. So the Paramount Investors Day was a few days ago, and they made a couple of announcements. So for starters, they already greenlit a sequel for Sonic. So Sonic 3 will be in production as well as a Knuckles spinoff TV series with Idris Elba indeed returning as the voice of Knuckles. They also announced that a Blue's Clues movie is happening and it's going to be like Spider-Man No Way Home, which is titled Blue's Big City Adventure. So yeah, it's going to have Steve, Joe, and Josh in it. So I don't yeah. know what's that going to be about. That was cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. They, I'm glad they're working together. I mean, it's not an argument to to watch this movie, but I'm. I'm cool. I'm glad this thing exists. The Teen Wolf movie was also announced. Well, it was announced last year, but it was confirmed that all but three people have been confirmed to come back, and those people are Arden Cho, Dylan O'Brien, and Tyler Hecklin. Don't know what Dylan and Arden are doing. Uh, it's just been announced that Arden refused to come back because they offered her basically half of an episode's worth of pay. Um, so she will be getting less than Crystal Reed who died in like season three. So why is Allison coming back? I don't know, Shelly Henning and Holland Roden. But um, like I said, don't know what Dylan O'Brien is doing. Tyler Hecklin is obviously busy doing Superman and Lois. Let's see what Dylan O'Brien is doing. He might be on a movie or something. I didn't hear anything about it, so. But um, also, uh, racist indignation. I'm a little upset that she got shafted like that. Why they got why they got treated like that? And mind you, uh, Teen Wolf is a very white show. I mean, besides Arden, who else is on that show? They killed the one black kid. Are yes. there any other people of color on that show? Um, Brayton and um, the oh, vet. Oh yeah, his um, his uh, friend, right? 
in the vet. So yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, and his sister too. Yeah. Um. He. Uh, let me see. He is in a movie called Not Okay. Uh. To be to be announced. And the vanishing at Cado Lake. And this year the outfit comes out. That looks cool. What the heck is the outfit? Well, anyway. Um. There's also. Uh, it was also announced that we're getting a fourth Star Trek movie. It sucks that Anton Yelchin isn't going to be in it, it it's but super everybody else is coming back and no word if so Vatel is coming dude, back. his Scotty was so, his Scotty was so good in those yeah. first two, um, two, dude, so good. And he's going to be so mid. I get they, they can't I, I want to say they should recast. I think they should recast. But you always think hard. they should recast. They should recast all the time. If you're if you're running a play on Broadway, there ain't no time to be sitting there and, and working your play around some. That's some different actor. because they have understudies in place. Okay, then you have understudies in Hollywood and in, in big that production. They nope. Because what would be the point of casting one person? Why? Because because what if someone steps out? What if someone drops out? If they had an understudy. And they had they paid them a small salary until they so the person popped off. Okay, they're like a residual salary. They can go off to do their own stuff, and then when they need to come in, bam, they got a contract to drop everything, come in, and, and swoop in. Yes, that makes more sense than reshaping a whole TV show when you broke three seasons worth of con- um, of content. I have no idea who you're talking about. Bad woman sucks balls. I hate that show. Well, it got renewed, so. Well, they renew a lot of dumb shows. All right, how long is Keeping Up with Kardashians still around? How well, many seasons? Of, how many seasons of Survivor do we have? Yeah, well, Survivor is a different story because it's always a different cast. It's still a stupid concept. No, nope. what do you got, man? Racist alienation. All right, I'm, I'm tired of, this, of the racists out here. All right, hang on, I let my cat out the room. She clearly wants to get out. Get out the room, baby. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, all right. Now that she's out because she wanted to go out and play <clears throat> what was i doing um oh yeah there's a bioshock movie produced by netflix apparently are you gonna tell us no uh word on who's cast or no anything? it got it just got announced take two and bioshock um are partnering to produce an adaptation of the renowned uh franchise bioshock yeah my pass on that one i mean <sighs> So I don't know how this is going to look because the first if they do, I don't know what they're how they're going to shape this show and what they're going to do. And on in the first Bioshock, it, it structurally, nar- narratively, only works as a video game. I don't think it's going to make a good TV show, you know. So I'm curious to see how they're going to go with this, but it could very well suck really hard, or it'll be padded and 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 adapted so much that it won't really resemble its original, uh, or at least it won't resemble it that much. I don't know but, anything about it. I never really cared to know anything about it. So that's yeah. why I'm not going to watch it. Um, All right. But let me, uh, I'm gonna try to see who's um, attached to it. Let's find out. Maybe there's a, a they can tell us you know, who the director is and uh, who's writing it and see what's going on with that. Uh, let's see. So we have, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the same plot of the game. I get that. Okay. No, I mean, no one I can think of. Yeah, no one I know of is attached to this film. So hopefully they get a really cool director and um, they, they can get someone to pin it really well as well. So uh, here's hoping it doesn't suck balls like that last uh, uh, video game movie that just dropped. That movie is, what are you talking about? Uh, Uncharted. Once again, making money. 
I mean, if making money is a thing, then in that case, uh, the, the Transformers franchise is is is, uh, is high art. I'm just saying, match the same energy uh, of the of the source show that you came out with. Is what I'm saying, you know. So again, a game that is high art, like so, so you want to cut and paste movies? No, I'm, I said match the energy, not the exact. No, mind you. I mean, for all you know, the energy might be the same. A lot of these critics are old white guys who don't know anything about video games. So I could pull up a ton of, well, not ton. Ooh, that's a very small list. Uh, Arcane, specifically, is hailed as a great piece of media, and it's based on a video game. And it's adapted well, okay? I can't sing it enough praises how good that show is, and it's based on a video game, all right? And, it's, and the critics love it. The audience loves it. Everyone's happy. Okay. Well, you know what? IGN gave it. IGN gave it a seven. Okay, that's one critic out of everyone. I don't listen to just one critic. I listen to hundreds of critics at once, and they did not give it a seven. They did. I just went on IGN.com. Why don't you look at IGN.com? Well, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a hundred percent. Let's see what the aggregate score is. What are you talking about? The aggregate score for Arcane. I wasn't talking about no damn Arcane. I was talking about Uncharted. Buck, IGN, for Uncharted. What did they say exactly? What was their, their, their context for that score? What was the exact, because they, they give you a, 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 like a one-liner synopsis of their feelings about it. Read Already it left the site. Convenient. I did, I went- I'm pulling it up, I'm pulling it up now. Okay, well, I'm w- w- trying to get to my next story. Oh, what was our next, what was that point of my story? I lost my thing. Oh, you yeah, literally Bioshock. just told us Bioshock and no Bioshock. news yeah. or anything, unfortunately. No news. I, the news is it's coming. God dang it. Y'all Once want again, that's a blurb. So you should technically go twice, but I'm not going to. That's go not, this that's no, that's not, no, no, you ain't going to go through nothing with me. God dang, backing up uh, Joe Rogan. What the hell's wrong with you? Once again, I'm not backing up Joe Rogan. I am backing up the simple fact that people took his. Um, I think comments. a white man should never say that word in any context, sir. And and you you apparently disagree with me. Do you disagree with me? If that's the case, then why aren't you out here slandering Joe Button? Why? I mean, not Joe Button. Um, Joe Biden. Why aren't you out here slandering the ghost of I George don't Carlin? Like Joe Biden. Joe Biden sucks. I do suck my balls. All right. Well. F Joe Biden. What is student loan? What I'm, I don't even have student loan debt, and I'm mad about that. F Joe Biden. Yes. So okay, there you go. That was a that was a, a big Joe Biden fan. Like I can kiss my ass. All right. So Atlanta is ending with season four. Honestly, I don't I even it, I don't even care. Why don't you care? Why you hate it? Because it was five years since season two. Okay. I mean COVID. How are you gonna blame COVID for something that happened five years ago? Look, man, leave my boy Donald Glover alone. All right, he doing stuff. Your, your boy shouldn't have did solo. Why are you hating on Solo? He, did, he was the best part of Solo. I'm sorry. Didn't you say on multiple episodes that that movie should not have been made? It shouldn't have been made. It should not have been made. But, but, he was the best part of that movie. Smell that? What? That's the hypocrisy of you. Why is it hypocrisy? I can, it's, there's nuance to everything, Bernard, unless you drop, unless you're a white person dropping the N-word with the hard R. Okay, it's not even the it's not even the, the nigga. Ah, it's the hard R. Okay, he dropping it left and right. I don't care what context it was. Goddamn guy. Anyways, uh, yeah, what was I getting at? Solo. It's nuanced to it. Like, like I said, mo- good movies can have bad scenes that you just overlook because oh, that's a bad scene. I don't know why they put that there, but the overall movie's great. And then there's terrible movies with one or two good scenes. I can case in point the Book of Eli. 
great movie. Well, no, mediocre movie, I'm sorry. Mediocre movie with a stellar scene, all right? Stellar scene. And do you remember that movie? I own the Blu-ray. Okay, so I can, so basically, do you remember the scene where Gary Oldman's character shoots? Uh, nope. You don't remember the scene? Nope. Did you ever watch the movie? Yep. And you don't remember the movie? I know Mila Kunis went blind at the end and Denzel died. He did. She didn't go blind. What the hell kind of movie were you watching? I could have sworn she went blind. No, she did not go blind. She took up his quest. She was not blind, though. Mm. Well, anyway, let me get back to this. Uh, um, I'm number still not done with my anecdote, sir. All right. Uh, what was I saying? Bro, was I I'm trying that? to get through the podcast because we got a lot of stuff to get, talk about. Yeah, and, and we're rolling her. with it. I'm not trying to be up till midnight because I have to edit this. You don't. Oh, well, you get all stiffy with me. I'm having fun here, man. What's going on? You all right? You want to talk about it? Yeah, you had me waiting for three damn hours. And I'm planning my wedding. I mean, I, I'm sorry that my wedding isn't more important than our podcast together. You know, just, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry, Bernard, for having you wait three hours. I should have. I, 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 I should have let you know that I was still going to be running a little behind. I said that, hey, this is taking longer than I thought. Uh, I'm going to try to get there as soon as I can. Three hours ago, there was no communication between then. I text you. I, you could have called me. I was going back and forth talking to multiple people. Maybe a text slipped by. But seriously. But yet you had time to tell everybody. Yeah, because you know how text work. You you start throwing, sharing this news into various group chats you're in. You don't look at single text threads you have in your texts. You just I'm just throwing out stuff in my group chat updating my family and friends about the situation I'm in. All right? That's about me. Not about us and our podcast. So I'm sorry that it didn't include you in your podcast. All right? I just overlooked that one text thread. Okay? Sorry about that. Now, you could have called me. The incessant ringing of my phone would have caught my attention. I'd say, hey, bro, I'm sorry. I'm still hung up here. I'll be there as soon as I can. But no, you wanted me to single in on your one text. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry that didn't happen. It was one text. And mind you, you didn't even build, you didn't blow up my phone with a text either. You just said one text. And then you, sorry that I didn't apply to it. I, didn't, I wasn't screening your calls, all right? And I could have been driving, for all you know. But I'm sorry, all right? Now, that is natural. Set? Um, according to Donald Glover, he originally wanted to wrap the show with season two, which I think he should have, but um, it will wrap, um, like I said, after the fourth season. And he said, I feel like when the conditions are right for something, they happen. And when the conditions aren't right, they don't happen. I don't feel any longevity because then things start to get weird. The story was supposed to be what it was and the story, it was really us. Everybody in the writer's room, everybody on set, it really was what we were going through and what we talked about. I think it ends perfectly. But yeah, he basically said there's no reason to do a Christmas special, um, but he will keep his options open on if he ever wants to revisit the series one day. Like I said, I mean, I'm I'm honestly over Atlanta. Should have been done years ago before COVID, but no, Donald Glover wanted to go release another damn album. I mean, it was fire. Was it? Yes. It was. No, it wasn't. Hater. Hater. <clears throat> Sorry. What do you got? Okay. Elden Ring drops Tuesday. Oh, boy. This is going to be a doozy. This is going to pretty much lock out all the game releases for, like, the, the pretty much the remainder of this month and all of March. It's not going to matter because Elden Ring. This is a massive game. I'm not even that big a fan of some from software, but I recognize this game impact on the industry. So here's all the additions that are going to be released. And their prices and what comes with them. So obviously the standard edition, $59, not $70, 
but $60, which is, you know, I guess that's pretty admirable that it didn't jump in on that bandwagon because Horizon was $70. I was like, damn, I just paid $74 for a game. That's well, almost $100. Well, Horizon is more than likely a bigger game than Elden Ring. Mm, no, they're about the same size in terms of everything. So this is they're, they're both open world games. And they both have about a ton of content, so that's not a good argument to make at all in this case. It it, it really isn't. And my it's not. And mind you, initially when this when this news started dropping, I was like, oh okay, fine, whatever. I'll just pay ten dollars extra. I did notice it. I sucked it up because I wanted to play the game, but I did notice it. Uh, anyways, what was I saying? Um, yeah, okay. So standard edition, sixty dollars. Uh, PS Five, PS Four, Xbox uh, One, Series X, and PC. Uh, you can get it on Steam and get it on Green Man Gaming. Green Man Gaming apparently has it for $50 on PC. So, you know, that's cool. And uh, then we have the Deluxe Edition, which is $79 on Xbox, uh, $79 on PS PlayStation. And uh, you can get it on uh, Green Man Gaming for $67 for the Deluxe Edition. And uh, you can get it on Steam for $79. See, PC, see right there, Bernard, that's why it's a superior platform. Everyone's paying more money, you can get it for $69. It's already on sale. All right. Uh, and the uh, Deluxe Edition uh, comes with a digital art book and a digital soundtrack. The Collector's Edition, which is sold out, um, <laughs> comes with a hardcover art book, a exclusive steel book, digital soundtrack, a nine-inch figure of Melina, Melinia, I'm sorry, Melinia, Blade of Miquilia, Miquilia. Check the fine print and make sure that actually comes with a physical copy of the game. And um, and the game. And it's just, that's the collector's edition. The collector's edition goes for, on PS5, 189 across the board. And the PS4 version, also 189 across the board. Xbox Series X and Xbox One, 189 across the board, and so forth. Um, I don't see the, yeah, I don't see the, the, the whether or not it doesn't specify, but all right, if you get and again, in this case, if you did the same thing you did with uh, uh, say Uncharted uh, Horizon, I will still criticize you because it's not, you're not buying it for this game, for the game at this point, you're buying it for all the other stuff, but just saying, but it's the principle, right, Bernard? Yep. Right. But what about context? I mean, apparently you don't care about you don't care about principle when it affects video games. But you know, uh, you know, some crusty old white guy is saying he's dropping in bombs, and they, there's no principle there. But okay, there is principle. He shouldn't have said it, but still, people are taking it out of context. No, people taking it out in context. He shouldn't have said it at all. That's what people have a problem with. It's like I could like I, like like I could literally quote something right now, and somebody could chop it up and put it out of context. That's no, why they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't the context. It was him saying the word period in any context. That's what I keep trying to argue with you about. Any context. I don't care what he was pointing at, who was quoting. If he was saying it or someone else said it, he said it in whatever context it was, he shouldn't have said it. That's it. That's what they're throwing him under the bus for. All right. He has, he should not, that word should not be in his mouth. Dude, the N word and nigger have pretty much the same syllables. He could have said the N-word. Oh, that guy was dropping the N-word left and right. Ha, ha, ha. He's racist. And we'd have been fine. Okay. How is it that Eminem has a career in rap for God knows how long, longer, almost longer than we've been alive, pretty much, through our whole high school, college years, and he never said never got he caught. He said it in a freestyle, and he did get caught. Try again. Oh, what did he say? He was sorry? Yes. Just like Joe Rogan. 
Oh, okay. Well, he also ain't call us the monkeys, though. So there you go. Oh, I'm sorry, apes. Also, did he use a hard R? Oh, fucking no, I never listened to it. I'm pretty sure he did. You wouldn't even known about it if this vi- if somebody didn't supercut this video. Uh, I knew about it because I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast on certain occasions, not every single episode, but certain ones. Okay, well, top talk to India Ari. All right, what was it? What were we at? Um, all right, oh yeah, so Elderman's coming. That's it. That's all you got. Uh, let me see. There's a bunch of other pre-orders we can um we can talk about that are probably coming, but that's not really necessary. I was talking about Elden Ring because yeah, that's a big thing and people want to know about where, uh, what additions are coming and what platforms are on and what comes with them and things like that, which is what I covered. So yeah, that's what I, I'm done. Yes, that was a good, uh, you know, little news point there. Right. So um, I saw this and I was like, why? I mean, I kind of get it, but why? So... 50 Cent is developing a comic that was um, written by Christopher Priest and drawn by uh, comic artist Criss Cross in the 90s called Zero. I know nothing about Zero because I was not reading comics in the 90s. So this was... was around in the 90s? What? 50 Cent was around in the 90s? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I I remember him in the early 2000s. but I I said the comic was written in the 90s. Well, you said 50 cents attached to it. Yes, he's developing. Maybe I misheard you. Repeat what you said. 50 Cent is developing a movie oh, based off of a comic know. book character named I Zero. Miss, I didn't miss that little part there. Okay, cool. cool. All right, this might be cool. All right. What's wrong with that? It's 50 Cent. And he can't develop a movie based on a comic? He can't act. He said developing, not starring in it. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be starring in it. Why would you say that? He might Because nine out of 10 I don't think I've ever seen anything produced by 50 Cent that 50 Cent didn't have a part in. He could, maybe he can walk on the set and and have a quick cameo, but he doesn't have to be all up in it. I mean, Dan, give him the benefit of the doubt. Don't take him out of context. All right, what was, uh, so any case, what else has you got to say about the project? Well, I'm going to give you a breakdown. Oh, okay. But yeah. Dead air for a second. Well, no, I was scrolling. So yeah, the I know, like I said, I know nothing about this character, but apparently, um, he kind of has a spawn origin. So the character's name was uh, Coltrane Walker. He was an African American resi- uh, athlete residing in National City. His actual name is Train Walker, but it's laziest alter ego of all time. Coltrane would disguise himself as a Caucasian man during his secret missions. So in the comics, Coltrane was killed on his very first mission, after which he was resurrected by Enzyme, um, which is an experimental drug, apparently. So the drug gave him certain abilities, but it also took away his emotional capabilities, making him cold and calculating assassin. And his powers included intangibility. And he had um, bioorganic and mechanical implants. Sounds like a terrible comic. Well, it was... Okay, okay, Christian. It sounds like a twelve-year-old wrote this comic because I'm seeing no depth here. I'm seeing a lot of cool okay. Abilities. Well, for starter, I I only gave you a rough description. I didn't read the twelve issues. Right, but you didn't. And, I mean, and and don't you dare say it was sounds like it was written by a twelve-year-old. Christopher Priest is one of the greatest black writers of comics of all time. Okay, great. So then I guess we want to give us more information. You sold it terribly. That's all I got right here. Christopher Priest wrote Black Panther in the 90s. If it wasn't for him, we would have no Dora Milaje. Well, 
again, you're sold it terribly. Your, your elbow pitch needs work. Once again, I just read what was in front of me. What do you got? Okay, so update about the, the new movie uh, by Robert Eggers, The Northman, which is, according to pre-screenings, is a metal, God dang it, Emerson, I, you're, you're lucky you're cute. Hang on, let me kick her off the desk again. Hey, she's a door walker. I can't get mad at her. You literally said don't have kids. I did. I did say that. Uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, so, it, it's, <laughs> so it's a metal-fueled, white-knuckled approach to act. Like, apparently, this is just going to be a high-octane, just, just brutally brutal a depiction of, of, of a Viking epic. And I, just, I just can't wait. Now, I did talk about this uh, uh, a while back on one of our um, previous episodes about the, you know, the trailer dropping. But um, well, how much did I say last time? I just, other than I that- remember. I'm surprised you remember that you actually brought it up on the podcast because you never remember anything that's ever brought up on the podcast. I remember I talked about this film. Anyways, so <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically he, um, he was, he uh, recently appeared at um, IG and FanFest and talked about how much of a massive scale this movie is compared to his other films. If you ever remember any of his previous works, Robert Edgar's such uh, films such as The uh, Bitch. It's uh, The Witch. Bitch. And uh, The Lighthouse. He basically, his films are very claustrophobic and close-knit. It usually deals with paranoia and some supernatural angle. So I'm curious to see how he's going to take that from that stage to a much more massive wide release movie and uh and also this one's striving for historical accuracy and also folding in you know supernatural elements with, with of viking mythology and how much metal is he going to play in this like it's just it's just bleeds metal if you if you saw the um the trailer so i'm just wow i mean this guy must have had like metal just banging in his ear while he was pinning this uh this uh, movie. I'm super excited. Anyway, that was just a quick update about that and just give you context on it. Uh, let me see what the release date is so I can you know, give a quick um, uh, blur, uh, quick little update about the release date. Hang How on. do you give us an update with no release date? Uh, well, I'm honestly going off the cuff here. April 22nd, so pretty soon. So yeah, we, it's around the corner. So I can't wait. I'm excited. I love this director. Love pretty much the whole cast. Um, yeah, great. Can't wait. Oh, I guess I should tell you who's in it. Uh, to reiterate, uh, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Bjork, Willem Dafoe, dope cast, dope cast, and directed by Robert Eggers. Right, and um, speaking of directors, we unfortunately do have to say rest in peace to Ivan Reitman. So for those of you who have no idea who Ivan Reitman is, he is the director of such films as Stripes, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, Dave, Junior, Six Days, Seven Nights, Evolution, My Super Ex-Girlfriend, No Strings Attached, Draft Day, and of course, Ghostbusters 1 and 2. And he also produced a lot of those movies. But he, he did pass away on the 12th at the age of 75. And never forget, he did give us... Um, Animal House, Heavy Metal, Space Jam, Up in the Air, the 81. 81. He directed and wrote it? No, he was the producer. I'm naming his producer credits now. 
So uh, up in the air, Chloe Hitchcock. Um, unfortunately, he did produce 2016 Ghostbusters. Uh, he also produced a. Unfortunately, that movie wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. I honestly, it didn't have that many faults. You're the only person I know who likes that movie. I I mean I like it to a point, but I know where it went wrong. But Afterlife was it that went much wrong better. being made, and Afterlife and Afterlife was, was not that much better. Afterlife it was, was amazing. It was not that much better, sir. It, it you're you're really, not a Ghostbusters fan. That was made for diehard Ghostbusters. Fans. It was a nostalgia. It was nostalgia. Is what it that, was. Exactly. It was, it was yes. nostalgia with no with, with fluff and no substance. There was good things about it, but overall, if I had to grade it, it wouldn't be that much better. If it was a if 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 Ghostbusters 2016 was a C minus, that'd be a C plus, maybe B minus. If I'm being super generous, B minus, and it doesn't deserve that B minus. Oh. Anyway, R.I.P. Ivan. Yes, R.I.P. Thank Thank you for giving us Ghostbusters Afterlife as your final project. Hopefully, you know your son keeps the legacy alive with Ghost Corp. But um, let me get into my news. So this all happened in the span of three days. Hulu announced that Futurama was coming back for another season of 20 episodes and John DiMaggio is not coming back. I mean, if you want to bitch about money, because I'm pretty sure they gave everyone a significant amount just because. Sure. Are you sure, sir? No one else is complaining about money. Well, no one else is busy. John DiMaggio is a side actor, a voice actor. He's busy. He had a full schedule here, man. Does he? Yeah. Don't say he has a full schedule and he ain't got nothing planned. I mean, let's find out. Yeah, you see, you talking before, you know, you're putting your foot in your mouth. That's what you're doing right now. Oh, he's got nothing. Well, nothing. He's 53. He might want to retire. Really? He wants to retire, but yet he was just complaining about money. Well, shoot, he just want to re- he always want to pick at the bones of his previous work. Some people are about that art and they don't want to rehash old ground. Didn't he just do the Adventure Time specials for HBO Max? That was new ground. And also, Jake the Dog is his favorite character. Allegedly. No, nah, he said it. It's, he said it. All right, it's quoted. You know how you know how quotes work, right, Bernard? How important they are. Context. He, they quoted him saying that Jake the Dog is his favorite character he ever voiced. Well, anyway... And- so since he's not coming back, he can bite Bender's shiny metal ass. Wow, you turned on him real quick. Are you actually a fan? Why are you mad? Like, Hulu, ha- in my opinion, Hulu has no business doing anything um, drum-related. They should not be picking at that course of that series. Let it's it stay dead. Disney, they own Fox, and Hulu actually does good stuff. You No, they do tons of good stuff. They yeah, I'm saying bringing, bringing, revitalizing old stuff. Animaniacs is good. It actually got renewed for a second season, which is currently on Hulu. Yeah, Animaniacs, I guess, is a good idea, and it's it's going well so far. It's and pretty people funny. Kind of, want kind of Futurama to come back, right? Well, they don't have to get back John uh, Bender for John Madden. They honestly recast them. All right, he oh. doesn't have rights to the character. Yeah, recast. He he. Then that's the plan. That's why I said right. he can bite Bender's shiny middle ass. Now, it's funny how you all about recasting now. He's not dead. Okay. He's just well, being know, greedy. In the words of DMX, stop being greedy. Yo, look, work, work with you. Uh, don't work for free. And don't, if you do something. It's not for free. Cheap. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't cheap. I'm pretty sure they gave them a significant amount of money. Once uh, again, we don't know, but he's the only one complaining about money. I don't know about that. So yeah, John John Damasio can you know suck it. 
I'm okay with him not coming back. The guy has the right to live his life. He can uh, also price his services at any price points he wants. And it's not your right or anyone else's right to criticize him for doing so. Well, you can do what you want. You can you know, freedom of speech and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, y'all can go suck it. All right? He don't got to do nothing. The only thing John Demise got to do is stay white and die. All right? Yeah, until he says something racist and you turn on him. Damn right. There's some things he don't got a right to do. What do you but got, he don't man? say that because it's cool. All right? Hang on, let me pull my next story. Got me, got me upset. Why do you not have your stories ready? You never because have your someone, stories ready. Someone, We've been oh, doing this podcast for a year and a half. All right, I'm ready. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay, Baldur's Gate 3. I'm always talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. And I'm it still to hasn't ready. come out. It's in early access and they make it right. Bro, they you've been talking about this stupid game for two for years. Two, uh, yeah, and I've known about it for three years prior. All right, I'm excited about it. Okay. So, so five years and this game still hasn't come out. No, you don't rush, you don't work professionally. Remember what right? I said two weeks ago about not telling anybody anything until it's basically at the halfway point? Yeah, it's at the halfway point. You can play this game now. Five and, years uh, later, Samir, you just yeah, said to me about the game. Access. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, do you not understand game development, sir? And hype and marketing? Okay, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even know this game exists if I didn't say something. Anyways, I know about right. Baldur's Gate, I just don't care about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh Baldur's Gate is nearing an official release uh as developer Larians uh has said in its last in, uh, it's in its last years in development. So basically 2022 is going to be the last full year of development. So they're going to probably lead into Oh wow. So six and a half years later. Yeah, some game to game. This game is massive and it looks so good. I can't wait and I'm excited. Take all the time you need. I hope I don't die before it comes out. That was suck. Yeah, because then your cat's going to eat your eyeballs. No, I mean, I'll be married, so I guess she'll inherit everything. And, you know, she'll just have to take on my cats and, and you know, adopt them. You know, they're, you know, whatnot. She's a good cat stepmom. All right. So let's get well, into it. I got, I got off, I got off subject. Okay. Anyways. Um, oh, you yeah. actually have more stuff than telling I, us is coming yeah, out sometime next year. Recently, they just recently had a, um, a, uh, a, a fan cast and they released a new class which is the barbarian class with two subclasses in it um crap what were the subclasses it was like i can't remember but they had two subclasses so i don't play barbarian in um in dnd so i never remember their their shit but they, they released the barbarian class they they bumped a bunch of balance checks and things like that pretty dope so i'm excited and it was released and if you don't know it's, it's available for early access right now and it's been early access since October 2020. So, so yeah, what? I, that's it. I, I just wanted to let you know that they have the new class that's been put in early access and they have a soft release date of, I want to say it's probably summer um, next year. So like so I said, quarter, six and a half hours. Years. Yeah, I meant, um, I'm sorry, I was texting, but yeah, six and a half years. Yeah. All right, so, um, Let's get into our review of episodes six, seven, and eight of Peacemaker. All right. You, you did finish the show, right? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So episode six was pretty awesome. Like I said before, you know, because somebody claimed spoiler alert, although he was supposed to watch the episode when we originally recorded. Yeah, uh, so... I played the fifth. Adebayo, you know, found that... Um, she got the skinny on everything. Basically. And um, yeah, um, the golf butterfly took over um what's what's her name? Um, um well, 
what's her name? What's her name? Uh, song. I'm trying to find too. Yeah, took over song and yeah. then, you know brought down the rest of the butterflies to, to take over the whole police force, the prisoners, and the inside man. And um, yeah, uh, Robert Patrick was said, you know, I'm 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 gonna go kill my son. Essentially, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that's been uh oh I've been on pins and needles about that actually, and where that's gonna go. But 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 yeah, I mean, it was a good episode. It was just. It wasn't as fast paced, I mean, action packed as the other episodes prior. But I mean, I mean, they had a lot of stuff that they, they dropped in that episode. Yeah. I mean, this one was just more dialogue heavy and a lot of exposition and backstory and things of that nature, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But then episode seven starts off with a flashback of why, um, of how Peacemaker's son died and why his father hates him. So for starters, DCF should have came and took him because no parent should have their children, you know, fight in a hole and have all his friends watching bet on it. I mean, they, he's a no Nazi. I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's not against the law to be a Nazi, obviously, but it's like it, it's crazy how they didn't, how this wasn't, you know, they didn't find out about this and, and put him in jail for it. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that, it's just bonkers how this good man was allowed to be uh, as was allowed to be out and around as long as he was. Yeah, and Adebayo finally came clean about, you know, being Amanda Waller's daughter, although Murd already knew. And, um, yeah, so they, um, the whole team was falling apart at this point. I mean, a lot of stuff went down. Yeah, I mean, Ekamano's vigilante and peacekeeper are on their way back to the hotel to meet up with Murd and them after they got away from the police in the previous episode, and his daddy tracked him with them because uh, the damn helmets got GPS in them. Obviously. And that was pretty hilarious. Uh, Vigilante got fucked up. Yeah, he's he's getting short in the seat a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually someone who likes Vigilante as a character. That's, that's why I like. I do also like him a lot, too. He's actually one of my I'm characters. talking about the comic. Oh, yeah, I'm not that into them in the comic. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of one of the issues with James Gunn that it's it's a big grievance of mine how he changes things. Um, well, okay, so it, it's a mixed bag because I didn't like his changes to uh, to Gamora. I did like his changes to Yondu. I did not care for his design of... Um, well, of he basically of, uh, remixed Yondu because... Yandu. Yandu is a Yandu, character who yes. didn't have any much character in him at all. So I get it. Go it's ahead and revamp the character. It's from the I didn't, Golden Age Guardians. Yeah, it is. And I didn't. I, I just. I really don't care for Star Lord's MCU costume. It, a mask that does not cover your scalp makes no sense. I'm sorry. It's a helmet. Why doesn't it cover his scalp? Just, just the hair is the only thing that's out. It makes no sense. And now everyone, that's his. That's his costume. Man, prior to this movie in, in, in the mid-2000s, I know I said it enough, he had a cool, full helmet. That's all he needed. It was cool. They could have brought that to the movie, but they didn't. They had to re, re, uh, re-design it. I don't know. Anyway, we're talking about Peacemaker. I'm, I'm off of it. Yeah, thank you for saying everything I was about to say. Oh, what? You, you bad about the helmet, too? Yes. Oh, well, okay. But yeah, I, I was not expecting him to shoot his father in the head. So yeah, that that was pretty offsetting, but yeah. Um, oh, after- but I mean, yeah, 
that, that was that. But yeah, then after everybody went to a veterinary clinic to try to, you know, get patched up and whatnot, um, Mern died. Mm. Human form and butterfly form. I didn't think that would happen either. And that was, that came, that, for me, that kind of came left, left, left field. It was good. I didn't see it coming, but yikes. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of things that we didn't see coming, let's go ahead and talk about episode eight. It's Cow or Never. So the season finale, you know, Adebayo's calling her mama, talking about we need some backup, send out the Justice League or whatever. And, you know, they only have like, what, three helmets. They got the Sonic Boom helmet, the anti-grav helmet, and the one that let you yeah, who's going to design? Who's going to design his tech? Well, now that well, his dad did. well, nobody. I mean, they still got. He can probably find those helmets that he threw out in that field. That might be all he has left, or whatever's left at his dad's house, because his remember his father's house didn't get blown up or anything. But yeah, so just in good old James Gunn fashion, uh, old school shootout. You know, almost everybody on the team died. This idiot Ekamanos broke his own leg. Oh, yeah, he can't really stay. He'll do one thing cool and then, like, three things that aren't. Yeah. He really can't get his crap together. I, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. Just, yeah, we got I'm, the sad backstory into why he dyes his beard. Uh, Judo Master, I was talking to Loco about this. Hey, Loco, was useless in this entire show. It's like he was just there as a plot device, pretty much. Yeah, they need to do something with that character. Yeah, you needed a four foot three Asian man who eats hot Cheetos to, you know, just kind of be a running joke and always get beat up by the fat man or the women. Well, I kind of most hit him with the car. That doesn't count. Yeah. And Adebayo shot him in the gut. And, that, and that's a gun. That doesn't count. He's not bulletproof. You can't dodge bullets. And then she tased him. No, man, it's tater, So Exactly. So, yeah, um, they killed the cow, saved the day. Uh, they um, Peacemaker let the golf butterfly live. I'm like, why? Because literally, this thing can like go inhabit somebody else and come and kill you and everybody for revenge because now he's the last surviving um being of his race. And out of nowhere, three quarters of the Justice League showed up, yeah, which was minus Superman, Batman, and Cyborg. I mean, minus minus Batman and Cyborg. I mean, you but, can I mean, also I mean, kind of say minus Superman and Wonder Woman because they were clearly CG'd or just stand-ins. Yeah, but Ezra Miller and you know Jason Moore came in, so that was pretty. That was nuts. Um, Ezra Miller deserves all the credit because he is doing the most out of everyone. Man, Ezra who- Miller fighting for his damn life. He need to keep his contract straight after that debacle in that nightclub. Once again, you're the only person who talks about that anymore. I'm just saying it happened and he he almost lost his contract. He get a, he get, got canceled. Once right? again, so he needs to stay on certain narrow. Why are you putting out news that probably isn't true? You said he almost lost his contract. Do you have proof that he almost lost his contract? I would imagine choking a woman in a nightclub would get you in trouble and get you uh, uh, fired from your job. Well, he didn't get fired. Now, did he? No, he didn't. It was a misdemeanor. He probably took care of it. But still, he probably to keep straight and not do anything else for a while. If he did something else, he would probably kick to the curb. But yeah, as I was saying, Ezra Miller is doing the most out of everyone who has been cast in the quote unquote Snyderverse because this is his second TV cameo because he appeared in Crisis in Infinite Earths about two and a half yeah, years ago. Yeah, because he got to make up for it. You know what? 
you know what? I'm going to look this story up and see if this is actually true. Because for all I know, you just pulling up crap and hearsay and whatnot. Well, it was a, it was on, yeah, it, was, it happened. It was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. You believe everything you see on Twitter? No, not when, when freaking Entertainment Wiki puts it out sometimes, yeah. Now, they be lying about certain things about relationship shite, but when there's an actual police report involved, nah, that shite happened. Yeah. Yeah, what? You're right. That. Yeah, but we don't even know how long ago that was. It, the video came up two years like, ago. Yeah, it was like it was it was a while back, but it was definitely uh, around the time he before he did the uh, the the Flash cameo, the the, the uh, Crisis cameo. It had to probably be before because the Flash was in 2019. Right. So it was before that, so he had to show up on a on a on a network TV show like the CW. So or go, they just asked because it was Crisis on Infinite Earth. Once again, though, are you talking shit? Like they didn't have um, the chick from Birds of Prey come back as Black Canary. That lady ain't doing nothing. You don't know if she's not doing nothing. Man, what's she been doing? Birds of Prey was trash. Uh, last thing I saw her in was Walking Tall. I don't keep up with this lady. Let's check. Uh, who was that? What was her name again? What was her name again? Was it uh, Ashley yeah, Scott? <laughs> Ashley Scott. Um, yeah. Um, apparently she was in Jumanji the next level. She was in a movie called Secret Obsession. How, what uh, kind of roles are those walk on was you put one of the teachers in the high school? Well, it I was the latest scene in Jumanji and I don't okay. know what Secret Obsession is. Um apparently it was a movie with Brenda Song, Mike Vogel, Dennis Haysburg, and Ashley Scott. Okay, so she's like in the first top cast of that she's towards the bottom. She's not top billing and she probably didn't have that many. And she's also the voice of Maria in The Last of Us. Now what? The Last of Us? Maria? Yes. Why am I trying to click on that name, Maria? Joel's friend. Oh, her. Yeah, she has a last, she's only like two, two uh, freaking Still. two hours in the game. Still. Still what? She's she working. That, she ain't that busy. No, she's working. She ain't that busy, though. But like I said, but um, yeah. So the internet lost their shit because some dumbass um from Screen Rant or one of those clickbait sites said that Bane was gonna be in season two. So James Gunn literally had to shoot that down. He's like, I haven't even started production on season two. Whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot. And I found the article and tagged him in. I'm like, James, it was this guy. It was this idiot. This guy. But um. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I don't even want to review the book of Boba Fett. We've been recording for an hour. It is what it is. It was good. Go watch it. Grogu showed up. Um, and oh you know, yeah, he, he's not he's not gonna be a Jedi anymore. Yeah. He's not for right now. Oh, he's, he's not gonna be a sports sensitive trained by Luke Skywalker. He's yeah, he might be a force sensitive, but he ain't gonna be a Jedi. Yeah. So yeah, check out the book of Boba Fett. Um, let's call it a wrap. This is Bernard. Yeah, this is Samir. And that was another episode of the Angry Birds podcast. Go to Gerd Clothing, use our promo code AngryBlurs21 at checkout, and be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We will see you guys next week. Um, according to Samir, the weekends are busy, so we will start um, probably dropping episodes on Thursday. All right, Samir, tell the people bye. Uh, yeah, well, probably we'll, tentatively, we'll figure out today. Uh, bye-bye. All right.